Hi, everyone. This is Arisha Daly from Dear Future Soulmate Podcast. I'm super excited to be on today. We have a special guest who is Keith Simon. He is a financial professional. And today we're going to be talking about financial literacy and goal setting. April is the month of financial awareness. So without any further ado, I would like to introduce Keith. Hey, Keith, how are you? I am fantastic. How about yourself? I'm great. Thank you for coming on today. Pleasure is all mine. Pleasure is all mine. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Okay, so um, I wanted to ask you... <laughs> So this is enough. So let me ask you a question. Um, so we're in the month of April and you know that, well, you told me that April is financial liter literacy month. What, what does financial literacy mean? Just exactly what it says. You have to be financially literate. Mm -hmm. uh, financial literacy, literacy simply means if I was to put it as simple as possible, I would say uh, your money is your money controlling you or are you controlling your money? Okay. If you can answer that question accurately or inaccurately, whichever way you answer that question, there is no wrong answer. So you be the judge. Okay. So um, you also said that um, nine times out of 10, we, some people don't have a relationship with money. So um, is that a correlation with um, financial literacy, literacy? I'm getting tongue tied. It's the, that's, that's, uh, that's actually the heart of financial literacy, right? Mm -hmm. When we go, what, when we go to school, why? Right, we talk about going to school because we want to learn reading comprehension. So learning mm -hmm. to read is not enough, right? We have to comprehend what we read. So the same thing is with financial literacy. Learning, fi learning how to count money is not enough. Learning how to use money accurately to your best advantage for yourself and your family is much more important. That okay. financial literacy as we coined the phrase financial knowledge. Okay. So Keith, can you give us some, a background of what you do and um, uh, what organization you belong to? Absolutely. So I work with a company called Well Financial Group and in, I'm considered an independent agent. I am able to do several things with World Financial Group. We are able to uh, to do life and health insurance, 401k rollovers. We are able to do annuities, uh, will and trust, uh, PNC, property and casualty insurance as well by referral basis. We are able to do uh, by referral basis also financial education in terms of college planning, college preparation. Um, I mean, we, we literally we literally do it all. However, our main focus, as you, as you mentioned, is financial literacy, financial education. Okay. So um, in a couple of more weeks, because I have to be 
I have to get everything ready. Um, I actually met with you about a month or two ago. And um, you, uh, the first time, the first uh, consultation that you did, you were more, you were actually kind, I have to say, um, in reference to um, where I stand. Um, the second consultation that I had with you, it got more in depth and you, um, you basically went in depth, meaning um, from how much I pay in rent for how much um, I gross, I bring home and to um, everything. And basically you gave me a ballpoint figure. Um, one of the things that you you mentioned um, in reference to uh, financial literacy and goal setting is um, staying committed. Um, how important is commitment in um, goal setting and financial literacy? Hey, I think that's an awesome question. I think that we um, we tend not to not to pay attention to what we don't want to pay attention to. Uh-huh. We tend not to do what we don't want to do. That's what makes us independent. Um, as as uh, as the Bible says, I'm not an expert on the Bible, but as the Bible says, we get we were given free will. So because we were given free will, we tend to think that we can do what we want to do, when we want to do, and how we want to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, I was uh, I was kind the first time because I think I needed to be kind. Um, <laughs> a little bit more, a little bit less kind the second time, only because the truth has to come in, right? has to reveal itself, right? Right. So the revelation is that most Americans do not have a good relationship or what we will consider a positive relationship with money. The relationship that we have with money is mainly I work, I spend. I work, I pay bills. Therefore, I become in debt. And sad to say, debt becomes a way of life. For most Americans, the system is set up, in my opinion, the system is set up to keep us in debt. Okay, so um, one of the things that I guess we have to purge um, when we are looking um, to become financially free is that old stinking belief system. We have to uh, get rid of the old belief system and start afresh. It's like a babe walking all over again. Correct? Am I correct to say that? You are absolutely correct. Matter of fact, I'll give you a quick cliche on that. Mm-hmm. If your child, if your child today was a baby and was unable to walk and you, and I walk into your house and I said, oh my goodness, poor baby. Uh, Monique, why don't you just, please, please just, just give up. Let the child just, just, she can't walk. Just leave her alone. What would be your response? I'm like, no. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about, you mentioned commitment to your goals. This child and yourself, mommy and daddy, grandma, grandpa, are committed, aunts, uncles, are committed to make sure that this child rise up and walk. 
it's no different from our financial literacy system. Literacy system. Uh, we have created the, what you call thinking, stinking thinking. We have created that cliche that I can't manage my debt. So, hey, what's another credit? What's an extra credit card? What's an extra debt? How is that gonna 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 affect me? Right? What's an uh, uh, instead of paying the light bill, I just why don't I just go out to dinner? Because I'm just so frustrated that every time I look around, it's bills, bills, bills. I might as well go have a good time. So your commitment becomes lost in what you need to do versus what you want to do. Um, um, I um, Recently, we had, for the month of March, we had um, a women's group and I invited you on as a women's conference. Um, to speak to the women in reference to financial liter literacy. And um, you went even further in depth in um, in reference to, I was just floored at um, my women of color being basically the last on the totem pole in reference to fin financial wealth. Or, and it, it, it heartened me because I feel that as women of color, I'm talking for myself personally, I think we work very hard and for us to be the last on the totem pole, that was really, it was disheartening. Um, and not only was it disheartening, it, um, it brought home some stuff to me that I want to uh, leave something, a legacy, and not only a legacy, but an inheritance uh, for my daughter. And um, I also want to be able to, because I am a small business entrepreneur, I want to, I want to be able that I don't have to go to a bank and ask for a loan. I want to be able to go to you and say, Keith, hey, I think um, I'm on my next um, business venture and I need to borrow some money. How can I get some tax-free money? Wonderful, wonderful, uh, wonderful question, a wonderful insight. Uh, firstly, you have to know how taxation work in this country, right? So I cannot just literally say, oh, well, yeah, just come call me and, and ask me. A lot of times, unfortunately, is that's the place that we always go is the bank because bank is supposed to be the money shop, right? You go to the bank, the bank gives you what you want. If you have the right information, so you have to come with the information and or assets so that you can get that reward, which is that money, that loan, to take care of your business. You have to have a good business, pl a business plan together and so forth. Well, there is tax now, tax later, and tax advantage vehicles that is built into our United States system. These three, what we call tax buckets or tax brackets is what they, they refer them as. Tax now is when you're getting taxed now, today your checking account, your savings account. When I tell people that checking and savings account is getting taxed, they look at me like I'm crazy. You're getting taxed on your checking account, your savings account, your CDs. So some things we know we're getting taxed on, but other things we ignore. It's not that we don't know, we ignore. Tax later, we pay, we, we get paid and the IRS allows our, our um, our employer to take out 10%, 5%, 6% of our money before tax. So then 
at the end of your retirement, you then have to pay that money back in that tax bracket, in, with the, meaning that tax that was not taken out of your money, right? You have to pay that tax at the end. Now, the irony of it is that the IRS allows the, the companies to save your money for you as though you can't do it for yourself. Hmm. Well, they don't teach us to do it for ourselves. So, of course, we can't do it for ourselves, right? So, when they do that, then, for example, let me let me put it this way. You make $100 today, and they take $10 from you today and tomorrow, all the way up to Friday, right? And they decide that they're not going to take any taxes from you. But come Friday you find out that you have to pay a 25 or 30% tax or 10% or 20% tax on the money that you yourself has worked for. How would that make you feel? Very upset. Extremely upset. Mm -hmm. Well, this is what they have done over the years and continue to do. So when you retire at age 60, 62, 65, you decide to take your money then what happens is, unfortunately, that's when the tax come due. And that's when you pay tax on the lion's share, as opposed to be paying taxes on the median share, meaning the $10. Pay taxes on the $10 or pay taxes on what's five, 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 five tens, right? Pay tax mm -hmm. on that $50 at the end of, unfortunately, at the end of the week. Okay. So think about that same example. And that same example, you, instead of paying taxes on that $50 at the end of the, the, uh, the week, which you don't know how much taxes you're going to pay, you are given the instructions to pay 5 or 10% specifically out of that $10 that you make. And out of that $10 that you make, you're then able to put some of that money into a, a vehicle or into another tax bracket, which is called tax advantage, so that at the end of the time that that money goes in and you're ready to take it, you're taking that money tax-free. So the lion's share that you put in, that $50 that you put in, plus compounding interest becomes tax-free money for mm. you and your family. Okay. So, um, um, I, I like to call you, I started calling you the Houdini, the magical Houdini of, um, finance, um, because, um, you gave, you broke down something really, really, which we thought was difficult and you, you, it's like you were squeezing, um, water out of a rock. And the way how you came up with money, allocated money when we didn't see any money, it was really amazing. Um, I have to say you're very good at what you do and how you sum up and analyze things. Um, so um, take for example, um, I am an entrepreneur, like I told you. I'm 50, 51, of eight, 51, well, I'm going to be 51 soon. And I have a daughter. And I use all of my um, investments in order to start my business. How how would you help and work with me? Can you give me a scenario? 
a brief scenario of what um, what things look like for me. Well, I don't know what things look like for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one with your, uh, with uh -huh. your budget, right? Um, but yeah, in all seriousness, um, I think one of the things entrepreneurs do not do is entrepreneurs do not master entrepreneurship. We think entrepreneurship is just getting up and having an idea and run with it. No. That Albert Einstein will call very foolish, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> what we can do, and that's why that's that's why they things called business plan. And that's why with entrepreneurship, you cannot walk into a bank and expect the bank is going to loan you money without a proper business plan. Mm -hmm. Right? Because the bank, believe it or not, they don't care if you fail. But if you fail, they don't get their money. You right. file something called bankruptcy, right? Or you can, as we have we have come to realize, right? Mm -hmm. So how do we help you to take care of your money? Is that we have to look at your expenses. It's really and truly that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Kiyosaki, I believe, has the best saying so far that I've heard. Assets is putting money in your pocket, of course, and liability is taking money out of your pocket. So you have to look at your assets and liability. Okay. Those two words are super important because that's what you're going to be asked. You're not going to be asked, oh, how much, how much is your budget? See... With entrepreneurship, we're on a level of, again, I want to run with my example of what I can do, meaning I have an idea and I'm going to run with it. What happens when you cannot run anymore? What happens when you run out of ideas? You can start a business on t-shirts, making t-shirts, but do you understand the quality of clothing? what people really want to wear, how people want to feel inside of their clothes, the texture of the clothing, whether it's cotton, silk, wool, or, or any, or anything else, who are you, who's going to be your target market? Who are you going to target? If you want to sell $5 t-shirts, you can sell $5 t-shirts, but for how long before someone says, I don't want to buy your t-shirt anymore. They're no good. So, to, to really poignantly answer your question is, is as simple as what are your liabilities currently and in the future? You're talking about goal setting, right? What is your liability now and in the future? Because in the future, you have to be able to reduce your liability so that you can manage your debt so that you can increase your assets, keeping more money in so this is a financial fitness. So I'm basically have to be on a diet, basically. A strict diet. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Keith. <laughs> okay, so we have one answer and stuff like that. So in reference to goal setting, because like we said, um, April is Financial Literacy Month. What is goal setting? Can you please tell us what goal setting looks like? How would we be well, able to start? 
Yes, absolutely. So <clears throat> goal setting in a nutshell is very simple. What is it that you want? What is it that you want to see? Where do you want to go? Who do you want to see? Where do you want? What do you want to be? Or who do you want to be? Right? Where do you want to live? What do you want to eat? What do you want to drive? Right? Goal setting is literally writing, writing all of these things down. Just write them down. Big or small, it doesn't matter. Just write them down and then you start choosing from what you consider to be immediate, midterm, to you, you know, a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, five years from now. That's how goals are really set. It's really and truly that simple because most people want the simpler, want everything that most people want everything in common. A house. Most people want to buy a house. Most people want to have themselves or their children go to college. Most people want to drive a nice car. Most people want to eat where they want to eat and when they want to eat. And then, of course, most people want to go places. I want to go on a cruise. When? Today or tomorrow? Well, right now. I want to go to France. When? Hey, guess what? You know what? F meet me at the airport tomorrow. If I say to you, Monique, meet me at the airport tomorrow, your first response is... <laughs> I, I'm not ready. <laughs> you got to be verbal about this. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I forgot. You to be verbal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so like, most, oh, no. <laughs> most people's response, right, is exactly what you is how you responded. Why? It's because we're not ready. Goal setting is all about getting ready. So if I was to say, however, hey, Monique, get ready. Meet me at JFK tomorrow. We're going to France. What would be your response then? Okay, you give you give me some time to dissect, to um, ponder what I have to put in place in order to make it happen. Well, I am so sorry. You have about you have from now until the until eight o'clock tomorrow eight o'clock tomorrow evening to get whatever you need to get in place and move and do whatever you need to do so that you can be at the airport by the time that plane takes off. I will, if that, if, if you're not there, your ticket will be at the ticket counter. I will be boarding <laughs> and I will take the loss of not having you there. And of course, take the loss of, of the plane ticket. Mm -hmm. The thing of that is most people would figure out how to put all of their ducks in a row before they leave. And all of a sudden we jump into action and goal setting starts. Okay. I'm getting on. The, I, I need to cook for my mom. I need to cook for my daughter. Um, okay. I, I'm not going to cook for them. I need to, I need to call someone, someone to make sure that they're fed for the week. Um, I, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to run to the bank. So I run to the bank first thing in the morning. You end up doing so much in 24 hours. But yet 
we cannot find enough time to sit down for 24 hours to plan our life mm. or simply plan our week, our year. That's a good way of and, and good analogy, the way how you um something everything up. That's really good. Um and it's it's once again it's the relationship of with money. Um the way how you just summed everything. It's so cl- it's so clear and precise, but it can be overwhelming and um cumbersome because of the fact that one doesn't have a relationship with money. So I can attest that I don't have a relationship with money. And um, that scenario that you just uh, spoke of, it, it, it was a lot, but it's not. It's not that, it's not that difficult. Um, I, um, I know that you have uh, free um, seminars, um, classes. Um, you actually invited me to one last night or last in the evening yesterday, um, can you drop um, some gems or information in reference to uh, the classes that you have? Yes, uh, so I do I do my own. I, I um, literally introduce people to what we call a financial literacy campaign. Financial literacy campaign, we're at World Financial Group with partnering with our, our, com- our inside of our company is a, is a group of folks called world system builders and we're in the move or we're on the move to build our community so we're looking for people to really help us become financially independent by you yourself becoming financially educated so we're looking for 30 30 million people to be financially educated by the year 30 uh 2030 Woo! And we are on the move. I okay. tell you, we are on the move. Okay, I like to hear that. So, um, let me ask you a question. Um, for so from the from now until April, how can um are you going to be doing these classes, or does people have to set up a, a time to do a consult with you? We could do both. We could do both. Um, I'm going to be doing um. I'm going to be doing another one probably uh, again on Sunday. Um, okay. I have colleagues that are that are also doing several, so sometimes I would just piggyback on what they're doing. But either way, we have financial literacy workshops itself as well, where you can learn more details as to what I'm talking about when we talk about tax advantage and. 401k rollovers and IRAs and all of the other things that we do. Okay. So, um, Keith, get, get, just drop some, um, some of your information. What's your email address? It's K E I T H. Um, I'm sorry. It's K S I M O N I N T at gmail.com. So that's K Simon I N T at gmail.com. Okay. And your Instagram handle? What's your Instagram handle? Instagram is everything keeps financial fix. Okay. Everything keeps financial fix. You'll find me on Instagram, Amazon, um, all over. Um, Facebook. I use, I use keeps financial fix pretty much across the board. Okay. So being the fact that we are running out of time, um, there will be a part two. 
And the part two would be the summation of um, goal planning and um, why is it women, um, people of color or women of color last on the totem pole? Um, I will let you um, clarify what I meant by last on the totem pole. Can you please clarify? Absolutely. So um, African-American women uh, if, if uh, is is really and truly African-American women is cumbersome with Africans and Caribbean women um, included and American women, uh, women of color, uh, not including uh, the Hispanic population. Uh, African-American women are about, makes about four cents on the dollar in this country on average. Wow. However, the positive thing about it is that you ladies are super planners. You're super planners with what you have. However, you're also very, gets very frustrated because the other half of you is not there or is not contributing the way they're supposed to. Other half meaning me, right? Or the husband, mm-hmm. right? Is not contributing. And then there is no brother, sister, aunt, uncle who are doing well. Everyone is fighting to get by. Okay. For lack, just because of lack of financial knowledge. So it's super important super important to join us on the, on the next segment so I can really, uh, really break down to you guys how simple it is for us to get back on track. And we know women are planners, right? I have no problems letting you guys know that without my mom, my family would not be where it is today. Wow. She has held it together. For the power you. of a woman. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, don't get me started on my grandmother. Okay. <laughs> it's just the truth. It's really just the truth. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to have to wrap it up because it's about that time, but I'm super excited that you came on and I'm also super excited that you'll be back next week. Um, just stay tuned. And in closing, we would love to wish you love, peace, grace, health, and wealth and prosperity. Stay well. Take care. Thank you, Keith. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye.